Welcome back to Man Talk. I say welcome back because it's part three of our conversation with Thomas. You aren't going to want to miss this. If you haven't watched one and two, watch them now. Go ahead. Just leave. Go click on it. Watch one and two. And then join us here for the episode three next. Okay, so you are going to Africa to talk to people about Jesus. You're going <laughs> to preach, like you said, 17 <laughs> times in 14 nights. Your goal is to lead people to the Lord, and your sister's like, you got to tell your dad you're coming. Mm-hmm. You got to tell dad. She said, you got to tell dad you're coming. Now, and okay, so we're, we're, the time of this recording this isn't like five years ago. Like this is just <laughs> recent. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like months ago, right? Yeah, weeks. Yeah, yeah. Like it this... was end of July. Right. Okay. And so we're recording now. this the first part of October 2023. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, we're talking three months ago. Yeah. Okay. And so, so she's like, "Yeah, you got to tell Dad." And you're like, "I don't know about that." Yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah. Yeah. I I was I mean I was, I was saying I would reach out to him eventually after we're done with the. Uh, with the meetings. Uh, okay, so you're planning on staying a little bit longer than the 14 day. Yeah. You're not in and out. Yeah, I actually stayed an entire month. Okay, yeah. okay. So you, you're like, hey, I have time. Yeah, I, I have time. I'll tell him when I get there. Right, right, right. I'll tell him when I get there. No, she was like, no, you need to tell him before you leave. So anyways, I I decided to reach out to him. So your sister's pretty persuasive. Yeah, my, teacher, my sister is very persuasive. <laughs> yeah, very persuasive. Um, <laughs> So yeah, I, I decide to reach out to him. I tell him. In fact, I, I send him the um, the flyer. Hey, <laughs> right. I have a crusade that's taking place um, yeah. in this area. Uh, I want I want you to come. Does he live by there? No, he was like just walking. I think it probably took him thirty to an hour. So if you walk to the meeting, it's a thirty to sixty minute walk. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that I mean, is that like? sidewalk neighborhood walking or is that you know forgive me as yeah. the american who's never <laughs> been to those places yeah. like this let me tell you mess my head as i'm like was he gonna get eaten by a lion i no, mean like what I kind know. of like, no i'm just saying like most i'm like i can't be the only guy yeah. thinking like wow is, is, is he walking in the jungle what's, yeah, what's kind of no, we're, we're in the city so okay we're, so we're, it's city walking yeah it's city walking okay we're, we're in right. the capital of, of zambia which is lusaka right right okay okay yeah. so he's yeah. he's City walking. City all right, walking. all right. So, city but walking. it's still that's a big city. Yeah, that kind of walk. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you ask him to come to the meetings, mm -hmm. and does he reply? Uh you know he 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 does. Uh, he does reply. Um, you know, he said we'll try to make some time to come. Um, and the first week he doesn't come. The first week he doesn't show up. Mm. Um, what are I, you thinking? For me, in my mind, I was thinking, okay, he's, he's going to come one of these days. I don't know when he's going to come or whatever. But then um, he doesn't show the first he week. Does, he and doesn't then... show up. I'm like, well. Um, <laughs> do you call him? Like, do you go, hey, do you give him a guilt trip? Or? No, no, no. I wasn't. Because the thing is, after the meetings, I knew I was going to try to set a time to meet him. Anyways, okay. Okay. Right? I was going to set a time to at least see him and talk to him. Mm -hmm. um, so I didn't, I didn't want to guilt trip him or anything. But in the... Uh, the two weeks we were there, we decided to do a health expo. Okay, what does so, that look like? In Africa, they just had like a, I just had like a tent with some young people who were actually studying medicine who came out and they were doing some. They were basically doing New Start. 
what okay. I shared with you, the eight laws of health okay. um, to the community. Sure. And I shared with him uh, and invited my my half-brother. Uh, my my half-brother is like, a, he's a, I think he's in 10th grade right now, mm-hmm. high school. Uh, and my sister, my other sister, brought him. They brought him to get his eyes checked because his vision is terrible. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so he also decides that he would show up. I'm there. I'm just there to pray with people, get to know people, because I'm the main speaker for this. Right. This, right. You're a headliner. Say, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm trying to invite people to come to the series. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, we're ministering to their, you know, to their physical uh, needs, and so we want to also minister to their spiritual needs. Right. Yeah. So my dad decides to show up. <laughs> okay. So you don't know he's showing up. I don't know that he's showing up. And you don't know what he looks like. I or don't do you- know. I, I mean, they sent me pictures, but the pictures were not as clear. You know, wow, that's you know, trippy, then, man. You're yeah. you're just ministering, and then and, and how then, does that first meet? So so the first meet, I see him, and I just recognize who he you is. just know him. I just know who he is. No way. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, this this has to be my dad. I wish I had a picture to show you, but we we literally look the same. No yeah, way. Yeah, we we look the same. Do you have a picture? I uh, I would have to ask my siblings to. No, get no, that's right. We, uh, we'll, we'll get it. We'll get it <laughs> yeah. in post. Yeah, 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 we, yeah. 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 We, we literally look the same. No. Uh, so I recognize who he is. So it's uh, like looking at you come yeah. to you. Yeah, basically, basically, it's Whoa. like if I, I look in the mirror, I'm like, oh. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> yeah, people are like, oh, an exact copy. <laughs> Do you just like stop what you're doing? Do you? Yeah, I mean, how I, does I get up and I go greet him? Right, um, and the crazy thing. I, I what think does that greet look like? Is that a handshake? Is it a it, hug? It's or? a handshake. It's a handshake. I think there's a lot of shame and guilt. Okay. That he's experiencing. Yeah. You know, for all the things that have taken place in the past, wow. uh, him being absent in my life, and uh, let me just show people how it was. So shake my yeah. hand. Yeah. Right. He shakes my hand. He doesn't even look at me. Really. He's just looking. You know. Yeah. Everywhere. Doesn't even. Doesn't even like. We don't make eye right. contact whatsoever. He doesn't want to look at me. Yeah. Almost 30 minutes in that entire conversation, you know, how are you? How are things going? He doesn't literally make eye contact with me. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. How how did you process that? What that I mean, were you For me, I'm I'm there looking at my dad. And I, I call this this is a this is just a supernatural thing. This is a God thing. Yeah. I'm there. I have no hatred towards my dad. Yeah. I don't feel any bitterness towards him. It's gone. Him. It's just gone. And there's just this, like, I feel like there's a pull to actually really want to know him and have a relationship with him. And and all of a sudden, you know, like, what what was in my mind was, at least what I was thinking, was that, you know, this, this man has gone through so much in life. I don't know if you ever had that experience where you've met somebody. Mm-hmm. They don't have to say anything. Mm-hmm. But you can tell this person has gone through so much. Mm. Like this person has literally experienced life. They mm-hmm. made mistakes. They realize that. So I'm processing this in my mind. I'm like, you know, he has a conscience. Mm-hmm. His conscience probably condemns him. Mm. Who am I to come here and try to condemn him right. for what happened in the past? Almost like there's nothing you can say there's that's no- going to make him feel worse. There's nothing I can say. And the crazy thing was, I think it was because of some of the experiences I'd gone through when I was in college that made me understand uh, that made me kind of feel compassionate towards him. I had my rock bottom in college. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm there. I, I There's a pool to want to know my dad and I want to have a relationship with him and I'm just so compassionate towards him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he pulls. So, so how does that, 
first meeting end? Like, does he go good talking to you? Like, so the the first meeting, I don't know what he had in mind, but the first meeting, he pulls me to the side, and he basically says, okay, I remember in 2019 when I called you, you asked me a couple of questions. I don't even remember the two questions, but he said, I remember them vividly. Oh, wow. <laughs> and then he says, these are the two questions. And one of them was actually about what happened between him and my mom. Right. Right. And then all of a sudden he begins to explain again what happened between him and my mother. Sure. Uh, and it's kind of in a way like he's kind of still trying to defend himself. Right. Uh, he's trying to defend himself and make excuses or whatever. And for me, I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I really like I've heard it. You know, I'm hearing him share. Like yeah. for me, like I, I really don't care. It happened in the past. I don't want to you know, think about the past. But anyways, um, he kept saying a phrase repeatedly. Oh, really? He said, God has forgiven me. God has forgiven me. Huh. And in my mind, I'm like, why is he repeating this thing over and over again? It sounds as if he's trying to make himself believe it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, why is he repeating this thing over and over again? Mm. So, yeah. Yeah. He explains what happened between him and my mother. He goes through the whole story. Yeah, and he had a buddy. He had because he had just come from church. (laughs) He had just come from church. He had a buddy that apparently they were buddies a long, long time ago. Okay, so is he is he a different faith now? Same faith as you? No. Okay, so different faith. He's a Pentecostal now. Okay, all right. So that's that's interesting. You got that now. Was he was he because you're you're a Seventh Day Adventist? Mm -hmm. Was he an Adventist when your parents met? In fact, he's the one that brought my mom into the church. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay, so. So now he, your mother is—is is she still a, a Seventh Day Adventist? Yeah, my my mom is a devout, faithful. Okay, and yeah. so now he's in a different faith system yeah. or church, and okay, so yeah. he just came from church. You have this conversation, and then is that? Does he just walk away? Does he stay for the meeting? What? He doesn't stay for the meeting because this the the um, the health expo is taking place like it started from like nine a.m. I'd say. Oh to sure, like sure, sure. Three or four. You know, and you're meeting. not speaking at this meeting. I'm not. I speak later in the evening. Right, and so uh, he didn't stay for that. He didn't stay for that. Okay. He said right. I'll come back later sometime this week. So did he? He did. Oh. He actually came back four times. Four and and then in one week. Four times. Yep. Wow. Well, that's positive. Yeah. 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 Was I mean I should ask was that positive? It was, it was, it was positive because yeah. in in the conversation, I asked him uh, because I, I had gone to Rwanda in like 2021. Really? To meet my grandparents, I met his mother before she passed away. So you met your grandmother mm-hmm. before your father? Before my father, and you know what's crazy? Why I saying I was a photocopy like of yeah. my father? Yeah. My grandmother sees me. She's like, in our language, she says. Like, this is literally John. That's my father's name, John. Oh. He's an exact photocopy of John. Wow. Just like I've seen him before I go, you know, I go rest in the grave. Do you, are you, do you, maybe this isn't a fair question, but I'm going to ask it. Do you like that you look like your dad? Do I, I mean, I don't hate it. I mean, okay. I, I, I mean, like, I did, that, did that, that bother you? No, no, I know, but I mean, like, did, uh, this, yeah, it's a stupid question. But I didn't know, like, when you're like, oh, you know, like, when people say that, because you're working through this, I'm assuming you're working through this. I don't like what you, the choices you made. I'm not going to be you, but you look like him. I, I look like him. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it, 
you know it really never bothered me okay it, good it, it never it never bothered me yeah yeah uh but you know what you said about the choices that he made i was always adamant i'm not gonna be like my father sure sure right <laughs> i made some choices like my father right uh but um anyways so uh i'm with my dad there because um, again he was Adventist mm-hmm. so that's when I found out when I was in Rwanda I found out that he was the one that brought my mom into the church oh wow so I asked grandma him, before she died Adventist my no she wasn't she okay, was, okay she was a Catholic okay okay so you had all kinds of different faiths that you've experienced okay mm-hmm. okay got it sure because yeah, I think he was Catholic before he was Adventist my mom was also Catholic before. yeah yeah they grew up together in the right, same right. town and so forth so anyways I asked him I said I, I said you know why are you Pentecostal Mm-hmm. You know, because now he's had a spiritual awakening. Mm-hmm. You know, he lived a life and made mistakes. But now he, remember mm-hmm. 2020, when I was 15, he hit rock bottom. He's mm-hmm. asking for yeah, money. Yeah, right, right, right. You know, uh, the Pentecostals are the ones that have helped him. Okay, so they, so God obviously used that. The Pentecostals. To help change his life. To change his life. Because he's not that person anymore. Is that what is he saying? Right. He stopped drinking alcohol. Oh, wow. Uh, Praise he, the Lord. He gave up on it and he, he said, I'll never get married again. To this day, he's not married. Wow. Um, so he's, you know, there's there's a change that's taking sure. place, right? So the Pentecostals are the ones that have helped him. Right. So now here I am, I'm asking, so why are you not Adventist anymore? Oh, okay. So now you're talking about I'm talking about why are you not Adventist? I'm yeah. like, I knew you were Adventist. You brought yeah. my mom into the church. Right. And he's like, um, well, as long as we worship God, that's all that matters. Oh, okay. And then you say, <laughs> and then he, and then before come I come to my before, meeting, or before what? I said that, before I said that, that's when he shared with me about the Pentecostal helping him. Right. They were the ones who were uh, really kind to him. He lost all of his friends that he used to party with and drink with. The Pentecostals, they're the ones that started sharing about God with him. Sure. So anyways, I said, okay. I don't say anything else. Sure. Yeah. Then he shows up to my meeting unexpectedly. Oh, wow. And, and so do you, do you remember what topic you were preaching Oh, it was about the Sabbath. Oh, no way. <laughs> <laughs> it, was about, it was about the Sabbath. <laughs> it was about the Sabbath. Literally, I think, um, if not all four, I think most of the meetings that he came to were about the Sabbath. Oh, wow. I hammered. <laughs> so you're like, hey, the Sabbath day is the seventh day of the week, and it's a special gift. It's a special and gift. You should, yeah. yeah. You know, why it was changed and yeah. all that. Yeah. Wow. Pretty yeah. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. By the end of um, my time there, because I, I did end up seeing him again. We hung out for, for some time. Mm-hmm. I asked him again, why are you not Adventist? <laughs> and he was like, you know, I've been thinking about going back into Adventism. I know the Adventist church has the truth. I, oh, wow. I truly believe it. Um, he said, maybe I'll come to your church one day. <laughs> hey. <laughs> That'd be amazing. That'd be amazing. Yeah. Now, in order to do that, though, he'd have, he's, he, he's, still, he, he's still in Zambia, correct? Yeah, he's still in Zambia. Yeah. Okay. Still in Zambia. So, uh, and, but he's potentially you know, trying to go through the same process that you went through to, yeah. to get to this country. Yeah. Wow. So, all right, if I'm a guy and I've been listening to these three episodes, um, I know, I know I, in my mind, I have things that I've been processing as, as a man, as a father, as a husband, as a, as a, a guy who loves Jesus. Um, but what what's the takeaway? What 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 do you want uh, those that are listening to this this uh, episode or these episodes? What do you want them to take away from this from your experience? Uh, you know, like um, we were talking 
earlier, my story and my father's story, you know, it's still being written. Mm-hmm. Our relationship, it's little by little. Sure. You know, um, the biggest takeaway, uh, which is a, a no-brainer, mm-hmm. but uh, fathers being present for their for their children. Yeah. All that anger that I had was because my father was not present. I was just seeking for someone to blame for what I was going through, some of the trauma that I had experienced. Because, like I said, you know, my mom was there, but she had trauma. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and sh- she's a woman, so she doesn't understand, you know, from my perspective, what I'm going through, the bullying that I'm, you know, I'm, I'm experiencing at school and all that. Mm. So she's not there. My stepdad, he's my stepdad. At the end of the day, he always knows that mm. he's not necessarily my biological dad. Right. Right. So he's limited in terms of how he can minister to me and be mm. there for me as a father. My father is not present in the picture. So all that anger was because he's just not present in my life. Mm. I wish he was there so that he could help me, you know, raise me to be a man. Right. You know, because like I told you, everything I know, I've literally taught myself. Oh. <laughs> I, I I'd say I taught myself. Right. You had to just figure yeah. that out and you yeah. wanted to, you know, having that dad that just could Yeah. Could tell you stuff. Yeah, basically I had to figure it out on my own. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah, and that, and and you know, praise the Lord that you had a stepdad that was, you know, doing what he was trying to do. Right. You know, I mean uh, you're right. I mean there's a difference between your biological father and yeah. um and and you told me so a couple of stories of you know with with Jeff and guys trying to be a help, mm-hmm. um, but just man, there's no, there's really, there's not really a substitute for your father being present. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what's crazy? Um, when I went to Rwanda mm-hmm. and I met his mother, mm-hmm. I found out why my father went through what he went through and made the decisions that he made. Really? It's because he grew up seeing what he, what he did basically. Oh. So, so it this so is So he like had the same experience. Generational. So it's like, you know, um his father was a drunk. His father was abusive. His father was a a womanizer. Right. And so he's growing up seeing all of that. I mean, he does the same thing. He's a womanizer. He's a drunk, and mm-hmm. so forth and so forth. Not present, emotionally present for his children. Yeah, you're gonna change that tree by God's grace. Right. So there's 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 a lot of a lot of trauma I've gone through that I'm, you know, going through the process of trying to deal with and 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 heal from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if I'm listening and I'm like, man, that's me. My dad was problem or, or whatever and I, if i'm if i'm thinking that if my, i didn't have a dad growing up if, if i'm thinking that i i was beyond blessed i i had a father in the home and mm-hmm. and you know we're close we're not he's not just my dad he's you know he's one of my best friends mm-hmm. um but if i didn't have that and i'm and i'm growing in that like you said generational sins mm-hmm. of just hey this is who you are this is who you are this is who your grandpa was. This is who your dad was. How do I? How do I break that? How do? How? how what are some things that you have found? You mm-hmm. talked about diet and exercise and and, and new start principles, um, but maybe there's something else. Like how do? I, how do I break that generational thing? Like that. It seems to be my identity, and I can't get away from it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Of course, the, the, the Spirit of God has to come and uh, 
give us a spiritual awakening for sure. That's mm-hmm. that's very very needed. Uh, but also learning to share your story. Mm. You know, uh, whatever struggle, whatever addiction, or whatever was passed down to you, um, you have to learn to share because mm-hmm. you know we we tend to isolate ourselves in mm-hmm. our struggles. Um, so what I found very helpful in my experience is I have I have very close people that I, I share mm-hmm. I've shared my story with I have support groups I came to a point where I even talked to my mom Wow I'm like hey this is what happened at childhood I I really I really didn't like it you mm-hmm. know um, I felt like you were not present mm-hmm. you know for me emotionally and all these things and you know and she was understanding at first she was like. Uh, you know she, she <laughs> you know she she shared the reason was because she had gone through trauma herself mm-hmm. right if you've gone through trauma it's like i can't be present for you right i i she was struggling to be present for me mm-hmm. my dad is not there so anyways I, but i've come to a point in my experience where i'm very open with my mom mm-hmm. i i share with my mom everything you know uh, i love my mom she's like one of my best friends sure yeah so being open learning to share your story, finding support groups, whatever challenge or struggle you've gone through, just finding support groups and sharing. And that's huge. If we're not talking uh, to, if we don't have people we can be real with and we can talk to, if we're not talking to God, yeah, I mean that you're right. It's just gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna explode and it's gonna find some sort of outlet Mm -hmm. negatively. Mm -hmm. And it's, and I, I have found that a lot of times what happens in as well as we just learn to self medicate. Yeah. And so, so for some, it might be alcohol. Uh, for some, it might be pres- uh, promiscuity, or just, yeah. just all kinds of stuff. Where we're just trying to to escape mm-hmm. from where we're at. Mm-hmm. But when you can talk about it, you know, you can you can get help. Yeah, yeah. And and most of most of the the struggles that we go through, there is trauma behind it. Yeah. There is trauma behind it. An alcoholic. Is not necessarily just an alcoholic. Like he, there's a reason why he keeps going back sure, to that sure. liquor. You got to find out the root cause of him going back to that liquor. Yeah, you know, a sex addict or the same thing. You know, mm-hmm. there's 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 a root cause. You got to sure. figure it out. That's the thing that you need to surrender to God, not the habit. Yeah, you know, the yeah. habit. You know, He'll take care of it. Just right. surrender the root cause. Right, hit it at the root, the and, root. and everything will die. Yeah. yeah, that's good. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for sharing. Thank you. Um, hey. Man, it was a blessing for me. This is uh, episode three of this conversation with Thomas. And I just want to challenge you to, as Thomas said, you know, you're not alone. Whatever you're struggling with, if if you're listening to this and you're struggling, find somebody that you trust that you can can share. Some of you might say, well, I need, I I want some counseling. I, I actually want to get professional help. Man, do it. You know, don't think, don't let shame mm-hmm. right shame is a big one. uh prevent you from getting victory over these things sometimes generational sin so get the help that you need find that support group uh talk to god pray, surrender it to him you know you can just simply just say hey god find me someone if you don't have that person give me someone or if you can't find that professional help ask god to help you uh to get that and those of you that are fathers out there and be present. You don't have to be, have, everything doesn't have to be like going to Disney every day. Just being present, like you said, over just basic things, mm-hmm. whether you're teaching your son how to shave or fish or or read or cook or just 
just do life with them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, don't worry about what you're not. Focus on what you are in Christ. And so I just want to challenge you to do that this week. And um, remember, three things, man talk. Number one, love God. <laughs> love God. <laughs> yeah. Number two, love everybody. Love everyone. Right? Yeah. And duct tape, it, it fixes everything. <laughs> so thanks for watching. God bless. Thank you.